Have you ever wished that you had a direct line to your pediatrician to ask all the questions that constantly crop up while parenting? We sure have. That's why we launched the Bites of Health podcast. Every morning, we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. You can tune in while you're making your second cup of coffee or from the school drop-off line. So be sure to tune in to Bites of Health, streaming now. Hello, and welcome to Emotional Badass, where Moxie meets Mindful. I'm your host, Nikki Eisenhower, life coach and psychotherapist. And on today's episode, I'm discussing the question, when will I feel the superpowers of high sensitivity? One of the most frequent questions I get asked multiple different ways sounds like, when will I feel the superpowers of high sensitivity? Or when will I stop resenting that I'm so sensitive? Or when will this get easier? Will it ever be easier to be so sensitive? If I am highly sensitive, it means, at least in part, That my sensory system and everything that participates, my eyeballs, my brain, my skin, my ears, my intuitive gut, my heart space, my history, my experience, my wisdom, and my fear, all the parts of me that pick up on a vibe are more highly attuned than the average person. This is a superpower. When I was young, my dad, who was also my abuser, worked for the New Orleans CBS affiliate. It was a really cool part of my childhood that I could go to the place where the local news was recorded and I could watch that. I did multiple, multiple times. I was really fascinated by it. So much so that my first major in college was communications. I thought maybe I would become a news anchor or something like that for a hot minute. So as a kid, I was able to see an old school master control board. Now everything I believe is digitized. But back then, a television engineer would sit at this giant table with so many buttons, just a table of all different kinds of buttons and levers and slides to be able to adjust the levels of everything that comes through the TV, the lighting, the sound, how the show transitions into commercials. So that little fade of the news, leaving the news, turning black, and then the commercial coming on. That was historically done by a television engineer. And how long that black cut screen shows up before the next commercial launches and how the volume slowly rolls in from low to higher so that we don't get assaulted with a commercial. Now it's a little different. The commercials intentionally try to assault us with volume. That's why it's so jarring and loud. Those transitions are not smooth. That's by marketing design now. But at first, our figuring out of our own high sensitivity might feel like if the master control person walked into a TV station, walked up to that board with all the buttons and just turned everything up to maximum, the highest levels. 
And this makes the viewer's experience of whatever's on the TV screen uncomfortable and jarring and overwhelming, harsh on the ears and the eyes, uncomfortable instead of a comfortable experience. And when we're experiencing something like TV transitioning to commercial, when it's done really well, we don't even notice. And that's kind of the thing about being highly sensitive is everything is turned up and we notice everything. And that's more tiring. It's why highly sensitive people report being so exhausted, so fatigued. Growing into our highly sensitive person or empath abilities is a bit like realizing we are the master controller of our whole body and of lots of processes within ourselves. We are the master controller of the sensory input that comes into us. And this system that I have, it doesn't work very harmoniously unless finely tuned. I spent many years upset by this, just like many of you listening. It made me angry. Why did I have to pay attention to myself in such a taxing and tiring way and adjust all these things, supplements and sleep and rest and meditation and therapy and chronic pain management, boundaries in relationships? It doesn't seem like other people have to do that or have to even consider it or work hard at it. It made me feel behind everyone else, like every single thing in life I had to overprocess and overthink and overfeel. It felt like it was constantly slowing me down, weighing me down, holding me back. And that's what the feeling is. We know that it's not rational because how can any one person be behind everyone else? There are billions of people on the planet. No matter when or how we might look, we are behind and in front of other people. It will always be so. And that comparison, anger, that frustration, that struggle, that looking out into the world and seeing people other than how we are adds to the struggle. But this is what healing is. Healing and growth work is the fine tuning of our system. Traditional therapy talks about letting go of the past. That's part of our fine attunement is learning how to let go and how to fine tune ourselves. I couldn't begin to fine tune until I accepted that this is really who I am. It's not changeable. And I really deeply don't want to change it. And you don't either. I can prove it to you. Because if I say to you, as I have to so many people in individual sessions in my private practice, I have some magic fairy sparkle dust. And this magic fairy sparkle dust can take away your sensitivity. All I have to do is sprinkle it in your direction. And you won't tear up at sunsets or baby smiles. That heart burst of warmth that you feel when someone you love and miss hugs you fully heart to heart, that'll go away. You won't be able to read a room or know things in that special way. We just know things sometimes. Do you want me to sprinkle this magic fairy sparkle dust? Every highly sensitive person I've ever said that to, and it's probably a few hundred people at this point, says, no, 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 wait, wait, I want my sensitivity. And we do. It's the truth of it. So 
When does this sensitivity start feeling like a superpower? When do we start finding the beauty instead of the burden? When you stop fighting yourself. When you stop fighting your gifts. When you stop fighting who you really are, who you were born to be. When you embrace that, yes, 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 you are different. I am different. And that is not problematic. That is glorious. When the master controller is on his game in that TV station, we just immerse into the experience of whatever show we're watching that has our attention. And we forget that a master controller, a television puppet master, is making that show appear and appear seamlessly and smoothly to our senses so we can enjoy it. Because I have practiced all the things you hear me preach about on the show, I can honestly say that I can be in social situations and melt into my own master control settings that by default from so much practice sit at finely attuned for myself. And that feels harmonious. If anyone enters my sphere with wonky energy, I know how to quickly and easily tune myself to handle myself in relation to that person. My power comes from the inside of me, from these grounded settings I've grown into that work for me, that left my gifts, that allow my gifts to sit at the surface instead of buried under insecurity apology for being different or weird or buried under people pleasing and approval seeking. I know that what highly sensitive people secretly or not so secretly want is for the world to respect the boundaries that they need to feel calm and energized, light and free. I want other people to just be more polite or to figure out that they have boundaries and limits and they're pushing against them and they should stop that. And many will go to their graves harboring bitterness, resentment, exhaustion, fighting themselves and fighting how the world is. There's a lot of beauty in the world, but there is also a lot that is ignorant and inconsiderate and obnoxious, especially to our highly sensitive selves. The world will not be spontaneously conscientious. The way a highly sensitive person idealizes and covets and wastes so much time wanting on the healing path. What works for freedom, for sanity, for finding and living out our higher purpose is boundaries and acceptance. When you know how to give yourself the boundaries that you need from a place of accepting your highly sensitive gifts versus fighting them or fighting the world, this is how the struggle shifts to presence over hypervigilance, to enjoyment over fretting, to letting go over gripping, to thinking instead of overthinking, to managing self versus managing others. If what I'm sharing resonates with you, consider jumping into the boundaries course this year. It's coming up very quickly, October 19th, and it'll pass by in a blink. Our sensitivity starts to feel like beauty instead of burden when we fully understand our own responsibility to the boundaries we need 
And we do that work to learn how to create and keep those boundaries. The world will never, ever, ever stop challenging me on my boundaries. Not till the day I am dead and buried. This acceptance has encouraged me to let go of all resentment, all struggle, and just lean into the work at hand for my greater good. Come find the course at emotionalbadass.com or nikkieisenhower.com. Payment plans are still available and you can get the course accessed for a year. And I even offer it the following year so that if you join this year, you'll, be, you'll have an option to join in 2021. I did a recent episode on avoiding sacred moments, being able to lean into those sacred moments All you need to know to pull the yes lever to take my course is that if you listen to my words and feel something stir, consider if that stirring is an invitation to this sacred work. I shorten the title for the sake of marketing, but this course is Guided Intuitive Soul Care. Because that's what we're doing. Every time we pick up a self-development book, Every time we listen to a podcast episode that speaks to us, we are intuitively guiding our soul care. And that's what this course is. And we focus on the topic of boundaries to be able to take the very best care of ourselves for who we really are instead of who we've wanted to be or who the world has told us we should be. You can still get a discount on the course if you come join the Patreon We're gaining new Patreon people every single month. We are getting closer and closer and closer to hitting that next big goal. Because of you at Patreon, we do not sell advertising so that the integrity of the show, the experience you get when you listen gets to stay the way that I intend. Because we're feelers. We don't want to feel commercials. So thank you, thank you, thank you people at Patreon for supporting us in such a way and supporting us putting out this work to the world. I want to thank Amy C., Jessica J., Natasha T., Adrian U., Kim R., Michelle S., Pauline P., Danielle S., Eric P., Michelle S., Katie C., Lisa J., and Megan F. Thank you for how you're participating in the live streams, in the polls we've been putting up there for you. I take feedback from those of you who are on Patreon, and it does. It, it works it, its way into this show. I deeply believe that healing is exponential. When you grow and are the change that you need in your world, you are subconsciously giving people around you permission to change and grow too. And they might not do it five minutes after you, but that's what you're doing in the world. You are showing people that it is okay to grow, to change, to shed what no longer works, to evolve. I want every highly sensitive person on the planet to know that peace, fulfillment, true self-love is available. And we were always meant to feel good and purposeful and worthwhile and whole in these highly sensitive systems that we were born with. This is our gift. And I'm determined that I celebrate it in my life. And I hope that you're learning to celebrate it in yours. From the bottom of my heart, light and love on this healing seeker's path. 
I'm an emotional badass, you're an emotional badass, and together we are where Moxie meets Mindful. Light and love. I'll see you next time or in the course. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.